John 14 and 1, let not your heart be troubled. Everybody say, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again. And receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also. Praise God. Praise God. First verse says again, let not your heart be troubled. Amen. I want to preach a little while. Amen. From this title, Heart Trouble. Amen. Set your Bibles down. I want you to lift your hands to the Lord. And I want you to ask God to help you right now. In the name of Jesus Christ. Come on, everybody. Everybody begin to cry out to God. Hallelujah. We love you, Jesus. We thank you. Oh, yes, God. Oh, yes, God. Come on, join up with somebody if it's appropriate next to you. Why don't you ask him to help me pray right now. Help me touch God right now. Strengthen me in this place, God. Hallelujah. We love you, God. We love you, God. We love you, God. Oh, you've been so wonderful to us. You've been so good to us, God. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, why don't everybody clap your hands to the Lord together? Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. I want to preach for just a little while. Amen. What the Lord has dealt with me about all week long, and it's from the first verse, let not, everybody say, let not your heart be troubled. And I want to preach about heart trouble. Amen. Our world is having heart trouble right now. Amen. The Bible says that men's heart would fail them for fear. Amen. But let me tell you, he's not talking about the men or the people or the women or the children of the church. He's talking about men of the world. Amen. We have a commandment from Jesus that I want to talk to you about today. And the commandment is, let not your heart be troubled. Praise God. I want to get somebody out of a condition of feeling troubled and get you into a condition of feeling like I'm on my way to heaven and I'm so glad. Hallelujah. When you study the Bible, you need to study the context. What does it say before that? What does it say after that? What is the scripture trying to tell you? Who is the audience? Who is he speaking to? And in this particular scripture, he is speaking to his disciples. Amen. You know what a disciple is? It's a follower of Jesus. It's that simple. If you're following after Jesus this morning, you are a disciple of Jesus Christ. Amen. You may not have it all together. I said you might not have it all together. Your life may not be exactly like you want it to be. But if you walked in here with a made up mind, I'm following Jesus. When you've taken the reverse out of your transmission and saying I'm not going to back up anymore. But I'm following Jesus. Let me tell you, you're a disciple. Hallelujah. And if you're a disciple, I got a word for you today. God does not want you to have a troubled heart. Amen. God does not want you to have a troubled heart. Amen. We will all have trouble. Don't get mixed up and thinking I'm turned into Joel Osteen all of a sudden. We will all have trouble 
But Jesus is saying, don't let it bother your heart. You may get some bad letters in the mail, but don't let it mess with your heart. You may get a bad report from the doctor, uh, but don't let it mess with your heart. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. Hallelujah. Amen. This trouble that the Bible's talking about is distress or worry. Amen. Let me tell you what Jesus is wanting us to do. To live in our present world. Live under the present conditions. Live under a democratic president. But not let it bother your heart. Oh, I'm going to preach to the church. I'm going to preach to the choir. I'm going to preach to the back row and the front row. It don't matter what happens in our world. Don't let your heart be troubled. Put us. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, you don't understand, Pastor, I'm homeless. Uh, Well, there was a man named Jesus that was homeless. Well, I don't have a car. Well, there was a man named Jesus didn't have a car either. And there was a lot of you that walked in without a car and without a house and without a spouse and without hope uh, and you came to an altar uh, and you poured it all out uh, and... And God begin to open the windows of heaven on you. Come on, everybody needs to praise God. Oh, I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. Amen. The Bible calls our gospel, it's already been read, a gospel of peace. The gospel, did you hear that? The gospel of of peace if you believe this gospel and you have applied the death burial and resurrection to your life everybody wants to talk about his death his burial and his resurrection and then my neighbor called me wanted to do a bible study and he, he just wanted to talk about the death burial and resurrection I was like well what does that mean to you you've got to apply it to you how are you going to die you got to repent of your sins. Uh, you got to get buried in Jesus' name. And you got to keep on praying until you get full of the Holy Ghost and begin to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. I'm telling you, when you get this gospel, you get peace that passeth all understanding. Telling you if you got the Holy Ghost and and you're troubled today in your heart, you're out of the will of God. Oh, praise God. I felt the kickback right there. I said, if you've got the Holy Ghost today and you're troubled in your heart, you're out of the will of God. What are you preaching about? I'm preaching the commandment of God. Let not your heart be troubled. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. How can you live in peace when you've got the prince of peace living inside of you how could you not have peace well I just don't feel peace well maybe you need to go back to the altar maybe you need to quit sitting like a knot on a log and start reaching God let me feel you one more time let me touch you 
Come on, you want to make a liar out of the devil? You ought to get on your feet, lift your hands to God, and pray till you feel peace. Oh, devil, you're a liar. The devil's a liar. Hey, I come to preach. We're going over. We're not going under. We've got the gospel. Hallelujah. All the indicators in our world are saying you ought to be stressed out. You hear me? All the indicators are saying you ought to be stressed out. But everything in my spirit is saying uh, you've got peace. Uh, You've got joy. Uh, You've got the Holy Ghost. Uh, You've got hope. Uh, You're... You're in this world, but you're not of this world. You're a pilgrim. You're just passing through. Come on, church. Don't get too complacent in this world. Don't get too settled down. Man, you start thinking like this world, you'll have heart trouble too. You start thinking like this world, you're going to have heart trouble too. And instead of having Holy Ghost Church with the joy of the Lord, we'll start having eat them up church and cut them down and chew them up and gossip about them and gripe about them. Well, hallelujah. Oh, I feel like shouting right now. I said, I feel like shouting. People always say, well, I wish I'd have been born in the 1600s. and uh, I just feel like I would have fit in. I'm thankful I'm alive right now. I believe I'm living in the greatest era that there's ever been. We are the generation upon whom the ends of the world has come. And God has chosen us to carry the gospel. Well, I'm telling you, the Lord thinks a lot about you. You may not even understand. You you may not even have any confidence in your own self. But I'm telling you, the Lord has allowed you to be in this generation. When they're trying to normalize transgenderism, God called you to be the light in this generation. When they're saying everything that's wrong is right and everything right is wrong, God chose you to be his representative in this last day. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody. Hallelujah. When he tells them, When he tells them to not let their hearts be troubled, the first thing he tells them is, ye believe in God, believe also in me. You know what he was saying? He was establishing the fact that it is inseparable believing in God and believing in Jesus. You don't believe in God if you don't believe in the manifested form of God. Praise God. I love truth. The more truth you get in your spirit, the more peace you're going to have. Don't get the attitude, well, we'll let the, we'll let the pastor do all the study in the Bible. We'll just let him preach to us. No, there ain't enough hours in the week for me to preach everything that needs to be preached. Amen. At some point, you got to get it in your spirit. Uh, I want more truth in me. God. You ever go to just a prayer meeting and open up your hands and say, God, write your laws in my heart. God, here I am. Yeah. 
in a time when churches, denominal churches are cutting out services. Cut out Sunday night. Now they cut out Wednesday night. And all they have is a little Sunday morning sermonette. I wonder how much word is getting into them. When their children are at church, or school rather, all week long listening to garbage. They're hanging out on the streets being taught garbage. They're on the internet learning garbage. They're on TikTok watching garbage. And we think the preacher's preaching too long if he preaches 45 minutes. You know what you ought to say? Preacher, preach till you're finished. Put it in my heart. I want it. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Amen, I love truth. I said I love truth. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. You know what he was trying to establish in their spirit? Amen. He was the Messiah. Amen. When you get rid of all the false doctrines in the world and you get a hold of the truth that Jesus Christ was God. Say, well, you can't teach that. You're going to stir people up. No, I'm trying to put peace in people. I'll tell you who's confused today. The ones that don't know who to pray to. The one that don't know who's on the clock right now and who's on call. And who clocked out and who clocked in. All I got to do is call on the name of Jesus. In the midnight hour, Jesus. In the middle of the day, Jesus. Oh, devil, you're a liar. He says it again just a few scriptures later. In the sixth verse of chapter 14, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth, everybody say henceforth. You know what that means? Right now. From here on out, you know him. And you have seen him. Then you got this analytical guy named Philip. Imagine that. That heard him say, From henceforth, you know the Father, and you've seen him. Then you got this little analytical guy. Jesus, show us the Father. Right after he said that. Very next words. Jesus, show us the Father and his Father's son. Or it'll make me happy. Do it one more time. Philip. 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 Praise God. How long have I been with you? You don't know me? He that has seen me has seen the Father. And how sayest thou? Why are you asking me? Show us the Father. You know what he was saying, Philip? There's not another person. It's real, it's real, I know it's real. Telling you, the more you know, the more truth that you know, the less you're going to be troubled. I'll tell you what's troubling to sit there and wonder what's right. 
Well, hallelujah. The more truth you know, the more peace you're going to have. You know what I'd do if I was you every day? I'd open up this word. And I'd pray, God, open my understanding. Don't you love it when you're reading the Bible and a light bulb just goes off? Don't you love it when you're just studying and it's like you've been wondering about something? Ain't it amazing when you pray and you wonder and you seek? It's like God, this thing has got 1,300 pages. God just like sends your finger to to the right place. I can't tell you how many times I worried about things. And worried about somebody doing this or somebody doing that. I'd open up my Bible and it would say, give no thought for tomorrow. Yeah. Fret not thyself over evildoers. One time, it was right before I started pastoring, I think. I was going through a terrible trial. Felt the call of God on my life. And I was just like, why am I going through all this ignorance? It's all this dumb stuff happening in my life. Amen. And I was sitting there reading one day. I said, God, can you use all this goofy stuff I'm going through? I'm learning a lot of stuff, and I know now why I learn all that stuff. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I opened up the Bible. And it was, it was speaking to Solomon. And it said, I have chosen you to build the temple. Be strong and courageous and do it. Guess what? I quit being a sissy. And I got courageous. I thought, if God, you've called me, I guarantee you the devil's scared of me. <laughs> Guess what I figured out? Uh, when I start praying, uh, the devil starts shaking. Guess what? When you start praying, uh, when you start worshiping, uh, Somebody's going to put the devil on the run. Amen. Thank God for truth. Thank God for truth. Thank God for truth. I hope you know there's not two persons in a Godhead. I hope you know there's not three persons in a Godhead. I hope you know that in Him, talking about Christ, dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. I hope you know you are complete in Him. I hope you know he is the head of all principality and all of things above the earth, of things in the earth, of things beneath the earth. It don't matter if it's a devil in hell or an angel in heaven. It all bows down at the name of Jesus. Jesus, come on. Somebody ought to just shout Jesus. Jesus! Amen. I gotta hurry. I gotta start. Jesus is saying, let not your heart be troubled. I want... This is what I want to preach. I want you to know what's happening at this point when he's saying this. 
It is a time of transition. Everybody say transition. You know what transition means? Moving from one level to another level. Changing. Moving. John the 13th chapter. He's describing what's going to happen. Simon Peter saith unto him, Lord, whither goest thou? Or where are you going? Jesus answered, whither I go, thou cannot follow me now. But thou shalt follow me afterwards. Jesus was saying, what I'm about to do. You're not going to be able to hang out with me for a while. But afterwards, we're going. You're going like this. John 14 and 15. This is a description of the transition that's happening in their life. He said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Praise God. Ain't that wonderful? That that's how you show your love for God is you keep his commandments. Praise God. Well, I'll do the ones that I'm convicted of. You don't love him. Well, let me continue. He said, I will pray the Father and he shall give you another comforter. Capital C, everybody say comforter. That he may abide with you forever. Even the spirit, capital S, of truth. Whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not. Neither knoweth him, but ye know him. You know who? The spirit of truth. You know who? The comforter. For he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. He's talking about the Holy Ghost. We're going to transition. You're used to seeing me in the flesh. But I'm going to go through a little thing and you're not going to be with me for a minute. But I'm going to come back. And I'm going to be a spirit this time. And the world ain't going to receive it. Because they don't know him. But you know this spirit. Because he's right beside you right now. I'm with you. uh, But there's coming a time I'm going to be in you. And he says, I will not leave you comfortless. I, don't you love Jesus' pronouns? In a world that's mixed up with pronouns, I love Jesus' pronouns. He said, I will come to you. Let me tell you, the Holy Ghost is not the third person of a man-made trinity. It's Jesus that has transitioned from being in flesh to being back in spirit. And he comes and dwells in your heart. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Are you thankful for truth today? Are you thankful for the word of God today? As wonderful of a story as this is, it was still a transition period. It would be a change. You used to being able to walk up to him and talk to him and you could see his eyes and know that you were connecting with him. Now you're going to have to walk by faith and you're going to have to get under the pew and you're going to have to pray and you're going to have to know in your heart God hears my prayers. It's a transition. During periods of transition humanity becomes troubled. Going from seeing him in human form to having him in spirit form inside of you was a transition. I'm telling you, God wants to transition everybody. 
there were some things that had to happen for this transition to happen. There was going to be some loneliness. Hallelujah. This transition was going to require some separation. There was going to be an eyewitness of a crucifixion. And then there was going to be a burial. And then there was going to also be a resurrection. Praise God. But then there was going to be another separation as he ascends into heaven. I'm telling you, there's, there's a whole range of emotions that happens when God transitions people. Hallelujah. And I've got a message to preach to the church. Amen. We're not going to get troubled. Hallelujah. God tells them, don't let your heart be troubled. He was saying, don't let this thing that's happening right now cause your heart to become trouble. Man, what does the Bible teach us? Amen. We know. Everybody say we know. Do you know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called, Boy, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. All parts of transition work together for good to them. Not just any old them. This pronoun is talking about the called out. It's talking about the people of God. It's talking about the people that's left the world behind. And let me preach to you for just a few minutes that your life will always be in transition. Everybody say always. Your life will always be in transition. Don't let me break your little heart right now. Well, I don't like change. Well, you can either die or you're going to be changed. You go through life, your mind, your body changes from an infant to a child to an adolescent to an adult to a middle age to an old man to a senior. We're changing. We're always transitioning. You go from being single to being married. What a change. You have children. My, my. What a change. Children will take people that are shy. (laughs) You thought you were shy until you had a child. They start walking up to people in the mall. Was pushing my son Darren one time through the McCain Mall. My wife was pushing a stroller. Some of you'll get this, some of you won't. And he he was hollering at people, Hi, I'm David Oric. Praise God. Man, David Oric was a vacuum cleaner man. That was every commercial. In the 90s that you heard on the radio was, Hi, I'm David Ark. And I sell vacuum cleaners. He would go, she'd be pushing him shy and didn't want to talk to nobody. He wanted to talk to everybody. Hi. How are you? I'm David Ark. <laughs> they will transition you. You're always changing. You do things that ain't get you out of your comfort zone. But we're always transitioning. Then they start school and then they start high school and then they know everything. You go through a transition. 
Then they get married and they start having kids. They're speaking things that aren't as though they are right now. What a transition to see a grandchild and you love that child as much as you love your child, but you don't have any authority. They're as close to you as your own children, but at the end of the day, you don't have authority. You transitioning from being the hedge to being the one that goes in the corner and praise God. Give them the Holy Ghost. God, don't let my grandchild go to hell. And we transition and we keep transitioning. You begin your life and you're you're so broke you don't know what to do. Your pockets look like this and you're just living on love. Man, stop and get a cheeseburger on the way home and share it. You learn a few little things and you begin to transition. You get a little wisdom and study a few things and get a few promotions and you might end up being the owner of the company. You just it's always change and transition. Life constantly changing us. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's in the middle transition. We're creatures of habit. If you're not careful, you allow your heart to become troubled. Praise God. Never forget the day we dropped off Matthew at Calvary Academy for kindergarten. And he was screaming, Mama, don't leave me. She didn't go to work that day. I didn't go to work. We just drove down the road holding hands. It was our baby. Watching the clock. God let three o'clock in here. We go rescue this boy. It's all right, me going to kindergarten. I, I may cry, but I can handle it. This is my baby. My heart's beating fast right now. Just thinking about it. But life is always just changing. All of a sudden you go from this creature of health. All of a sudden you you realize what that scripture meant. We have this treasure in an earthen vessel. Oh, I wonder what they were talking about. Yeah, we're made of dirt and we're going to fall apart. You transition. This one becomes whatever. This one gets arthritis. All my classmates all have good stuff. Sister Dana, she's got arthritis. She went to school with me. She's working today. I got diabetes. We used to talk about how good we could shoot the basketball. Now we're talking about our diseases and <laughs> just transition. It's just life. But you know what? In the middle of transition, if you're not careful, it begin to mess with your heart. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you've been a provider and Nurture your whole life and all of a sudden the nest is empty. It's like, well, God, do I even have a purpose? I'm troubled. I'm depressed. I'm diabetic. and My ankles are sunburned. True story. All I was trying to do was enjoy 30 years. They said, go to the beach. It's fun. Pulled me up a chair right in the water. Sat in the water. Took my shoes off. 
pulled my pant leg up a little bit and just sat there. Thought, well, praise God, I'm having fun, like everybody said. <laughs> sit there an hour, are you ready to go? Get up, get to the room. That night, I thought, man, what's wrong? What's wrong with my feet? Realized they had never seen the sun in their life. I'm in the transition right now from being sunburnt to I'm still putting my socks on real slow. John the Baptist was a great preacher. Great preacher. People from all over went to hear John the Baptist preach. Now he's in prison. He's about to get his head chopped off. And Jesus has got some disciples. He's saying, I'm going to tell you something. Who the blessed one's going to be is the one that don't get offended in me. What are you talking about, John? You're transitioning. You, we can fight it. And if you're 12, you don't even know what I'm talking about. But if you've seen the sun rise a few times, you know what I'm talking about right now. You're going to go through transition. And it's in transition that you've got to guard your heart. Somebody hurt me. Well, pastor, I'm just in a little, I'm in a little deal Somebody's hurt me. Somebody, you know, I'm just, just give me, just be patient. I'm in a deal. I'm kind of transitioning. I'll be all right. No, you're not going to be. If you don't learn how to deal with transition, you'll always have heart trouble. Because what you don't understand, you say, well, I'm going to get right with God as soon as I get past this little deal. As soon as I get the kids raised or get this or get that or get whatever. No, you're not. Because you'll enter into a new transition. Boy, y'all was shouting a while ago. Maybe I'm going I'm to go Chinese tonight and go from right to left. Y'all be quiet and shout. This is what I want to preach about, and I'm about to quit. If you use transition as an excuse to not do what God's called you to do, you're as good as lost. Because the rest of your life, you will be in transition. That's why I don't even say anymore. Honey, do we got any plans next week? <clears throat> you know why? Something's going to happen. That's why I got on the internet. I booked a room and I told her, we're going to Galveston. She said, why didn't you tell me? Because something <laughs> And I'm going and you're going. Merry Christmas to everything else. Hey, well, praise God. I don't know if this is going well or not. Praise God. Well, I'm just in a phase. No. You're in a lifetime transition. When I was going to leave, I had full intention. I was going to go to the ark and see the ark in Kentucky. And I was praying one day and the Lord spoke to me. Before you go anywhere, you go to Shreveport and you pray for Sister Tracy's mother. So, I said, well, I'm just going to go somewhere on the way. So that's why I ended up in Galveston and not in the ark. But anyway, I went to Shreveport. Me and my wife, we walked in the hospital. As soon as we got there, we might have been there 10 minutes. This very kind lady, doctor comes in, starts talking to him. And in a real sweet way, she says, we've done all we know to do. 
We've tried everything, and we can't do anything else to help you. So Sister Tracy said, well, so what are you talking about? She said, well, she's got about a couple weeks to maybe a month or two to live. And that's it. So uh, we prayed, we cried, we spoke in tongues. Something her mother had told me before we ever prayed. She said, Brother Moats, I want to tell you what happened to me. Before I ever got sick, she said, I was at the house and I heard a voice. And the voice said, you're going to die. And she said, I felt peace when I heard the voice. I said, well, if you felt peace, it definitely wasn't the devil. We prayed and cried and I, we left. And, and, I, and I told her, Hezekiah in the Bible, God said, you're going to die. And he prayed and God gave him more time. I don't... Who knows what God will do? I said, all you do is just pray, believe. But at the end of the day, God's transitioning to glory. Then we just walk the path that God set before us. And I want to read again to you the verse that Jesus spoke to his disciples let not your heart be troubled ye believe in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am there, ye may be also. You know what? Jesus, in a time of transition in their life, You know what he was telling them? He began to describe heaven. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. In a time of trial, you know what he began to describe? What heaven's going to be like. In a time of fear, he began to describe, I'm not going to leave you comfortless. I'm going to build you a mansion. You know, I feel it in the Holy Ghost right now. There's somebody you too worried about what's going on right here. You, you, you're too worried about making everything perfect right here. I don't want to turn the apple cart over. I'm telling you, it ain't going to get right on this side of heaven. It ain't ever going to get perfect uh, in a sinful world. Uh, But when you're feeling the pressures of life, uh, get your eye on the prize. Come on, I wish everybody in this house would lift your hands. Lift your voice to Jesus. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray right now. Come on, heaven's getting more real every day. Oh, the Bible said, lift up your head. Come on, church, pray right now. Prayer warriors, help me pray. Amen, if you ain't got the Holy Ghost, you need to get the Holy Ghost before you leave. Come on, if you need a breakthrough, you need to get it before you leave. You got things in your life. You need to get it out of your heart before you leave. Well, 
Why don't you help somebody pray next to you right now? Come on, there's too many people troubled right now. Too many saints of God dealing with heart trouble. You're worried about life. You're worried about death. You're worried about how you're going to make it. Come on, let there be a travail come out. Come on, let travail come out. Come on, there's people transitioning in this room. Every person in this room. Get your eyes on heaven. Get your eyes off this world. Come on, in the name of Jesus. Come on, if you need the Holy Ghost, please come to this front. You need God's help. I want you to come to this front. Come on, if you feel troubled in your spirit, I want you to come to this front. I want you to make a move. Come on, I don't want it to be church as usual. I want you to really give it to God. I want you to really cry out to God. I want you to really give Him, give you peace. Passeth all understanding. Come on, this is not hard. God wants to take your troubled heart today. Put peace inside of you. Peace like a river. (laughs) Come on. Come on, transitioner. Come on, there's people going through major life decisions. God wants to give you peace. Come on, church. Let not your heart be troubled. Ah.